that is one memory I think we'll never forget, is our kids and their love. I do appreciate your prayers. Um, the last song that we sang, God is so faithful, and I just think of all the things that he's done in my life, and uh, knowing that it's August, August was the first time that I ever was in the hospital as a patient, and now uh, having this heart surgery, uh, I do thank you for your prayers uh, and your faithfulness, and uh, uh, you will be in my thoughts. As I told Preston this morning, uh, it's easier for me to think of others than to think on myself, um, but uh, I know uh, God is in control. This morning, I'd like to continue preaching from the book of Acts. Um, I tell you, even as a pastor uh, or as a preacher, uh, when you preach through a book, sometimes you have in mind what you think might take place during that study, uh, but I have always found that uh, God reveals more, God reveals uh, even more than I originally thought as we studied in this book. Uh, we saw the birth of the church, we saw how God reopened the eyes of his disciples, apostles, uh, we saw how the, the message of Christ was being spread, and some of it, you know, <laughs> the, the early believers, some of them kind of had to be pushed a little to get out of the door to, to go and to spread, and uh, when I say spread, the, the, the good news of Jesus Christ, and then, you know, there were those who said, now, even to the Gentiles, and there were some of them that were having difficulty, you mean them too, and Christ was telling them how the, the message of Jesus Christ is for everyone, and, uh, and then we find in this book where uh, the, the apostle Paul, Saul, came into this, and Saul was vehemently opposed to the gospel, uh, was fighting it every way he could, arresting people, having pe people punished, and then we see the miraculous conversion of Saul to Paul and how his life changed and how God used him. The, this morning, I'm in the 27th chapter. I'm not going to read all of it. Um, uh, but what we find here in this 27th chapter of the book of Acts is where now Paul is being sent back to Rome. Remember, he is a Roman citizen, and so if any action is going to be taken against him, he has to be sent back there. Now, travel in that day was not, nothing like it is today, um, uh, you know, and basically, to go where he was going, they had to go by boat. Now, this wasn't cruise ship. Uh, this was on a boat, and in that day, it was by sail. Uh, and also, in that day, many times, uh, travel was delayed uh, due to the winds, the weather. Uh, they could sail maybe to a certain port. They would have to maybe stay there a while before the weather improved so that they could go out. And so Paul was facing this. But it is, it is 
remarkable to me that he knew this was coming. He knew that this trip to Rome uh, could be the beginning to the end. Uh, But at the same time, it is amazing to me in this 27th chapter, Paul continued to share the gospel. Now, if you've ever been on a boat or ever been on a cruise, and, and you know, the boats, the boat that he was on had over 270 people on it. Now, I just think that's huge for that day. Uh, and, and just look at, you know, they were at sea, so he had kind of a captive audience. And then we find as you read through here, he didn't just, you know, well, okay, I'm in prison and I'm stuck in the hole. We find that he was given great privilege And again, I think it was because of God's plan. And so we find here that Paul was going, as we've sung about this morning, Paul was going through a storm in his life. You might say that I am getting ready to go through a storm in my life by having open heart surgery this week. But you know, storms is something that we've all been through. We've had different types of storms in our life. Sometimes it's a family event or a family difficulty. Maybe it's a job thing. Maybe, you know, we we have had difficulties and sometimes these storms are quick and sometimes, like this year, 2020, has felt like a storm all these months. What do we do? When we face storms. And, and I think it, what we find in this chapter with, with Paul is that he allowed his faith in God to give him the strength that he needed. Guys, we need to see this morning, if we are a believer in Jesus Christ, Paul believed in having a faith in God and that faith saw him through. Now, this morning, what about our faith? I hope that you have faith in God. Now, here's a little homework assignment for this afternoon. Hebrews chapter 11. I don't know if the last time you've read in the book of Hebrews. I'm not going to read it this morning. But in Hebrews chapter 11, many people call this chapter the faith chapter. Okay? But in that chapter, it lists individual after individual that saw and used their faith in God to see them through life storms. Moses is one of those. Abraham was one of those. And there's others. And, and what about us this morning? Storms. I know my friends in Louisiana are praying that another storm doesn't come to their state. They have had five of them. Here in Florida, we know what storms like that are all about. But what about us? In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, Now without faith, it is impossible to please God, since the one who draws near to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. But in the very first verse of Hebrews chapter 11, it says, Now faith is the reality of what is hoped for and the proof of what is not seen. Many times in storms, we also 
associate darkness. In other words, if I knew the other side of my surgery on Wednesday now, do you think that would make me feel a little better? You know, a lot of times it's the unknown. It's what we don't know. And Saul knew that many, Paul knew that many things could happen to him and the others on this trip. This morning, I, I, I want us to see the faith in a storm. Paul's plan was that he would take this journey, but really, Paul was being detained. He was in custody, you might say. But in these verses, as you read through the 27th chapter, it says that Paul and some of the other prisoners were basically turned over, turned over to the centurion. In other words, their person who was responsible for them, his name was Julius. And they were being detained. In other words, they were on the ship and they were not in a place of privilege. They were prisoners. And then what they discovered is they took the ship and went from port to port. They discovered the storms. You see, in the Christian life, there will be problems. Wouldn't it be great that once you got saved as a Christian, as Jesus Christ, you know, that you became a believer, that you would never have any other problem? Wouldn't that? Man, you take sign me up. Right? You would say, man, sign me up. I, man, if you mean if I got saved, then I would never have problems again. Well, people would, I think people might be breaking in the door trying to get that deal. But that doesn't happen, does it? We know that, you know, things happen. How many of you have ever played the game Monopoly? Okay. What would you say about that game? Too long. I agree with that statement. Never ending. Is it fun or does it become a burden? Both, doesn't it? Both. If you land right and get all the money and the get out of jail free card, you're good. But if you land on Jack's hotel that he's got there on Park Place, it's going to cost me. There's problems that come along because I got to pay. Well, you know, in life, sometimes there are these problems, and, you know, in life, they just happen, and, you know, in Psalms 34, 19, it says, one who is righteous has many adversaries, but the Lord rescues them all. Paul knew that they were getting ready to sail into danger, but at the same time, Paul never quit in believing in his God. He also gave advice. Now, you'd say, well, he's a prisoner. Yes, Paul was a prisoner. But Paul, well, that's what we find. He, even though, quote, wasn't in that position, he gave advice, trying to get people to hear what was right. Now, he was also a Christian. He was a believer. I wonder today, not that believers are 100% correct, but wouldn't this world be different if people would listen to Christians, now, now I realize that we're not perfect, okay? But if as Christians we were preaching the word of God, our world would be different. Paul knew that danger was coming and he was trying to tell them. 
in our world today, how many of you have ever read the book of Revelation? Okay, there's a message there, right? And that message is what? Jesus is coming again. That's one of the messages, right? And the world as we know it is going to be changed. He's coming again. All right? Now, there's a lot of people, they don't listen to that message. And they will have to pay a price because they did not listen to that message. But you would think that, hey, have you read the book of Revelation and see what is coming? Paul was trying to share with them, guys, a great storm is coming. And yes, I'm going to be right in the middle of it with you. But I'm trying to tell you. And, and even early on, he said, as this ship is going, he said, you need to lighten the load of this ship. If we're going to have a chance in surviving, we've got to lighten the load. Dear Christians, sometimes I believe God is telling us we need to lighten the load. There's things that we're carrying along with us in life's journey that we don't need. We think we need them, but we don't need. They really hinder our fellowship with God. Now, many of you know that Kathy and I are in the process, even though with this surgery in the middle, we're moving from the parsonage into a home that we've just purchased, and that's going to be a slow process, but... We've been in that home or in that for 20-something years. Do you think we've accumulated stuff? Yes. There's a lot of stuff we don't need. The other day, I said, Kathy, you know, we got stuff in that attic. And she said, yeah, I know we do, but I can't even remember what all was in there. I mean, it's to the point that you know there's stuff up there, but if you had to, we know there's a crib up there, at least we think. Maybe not. We don't know what all, well, you know, do we still need all that stuff? I'm going to take it to Preston's house. But, you know, Paul was telling them, guys, we need, to, we need to lighten up. We need to be ready for what is going to happen. And we find in these verses in 11, 12, and 13 of Acts 27, where, where basically they heard Paul give this advice, but the captain and the owner of the ship and the centurion said, man, he's a prisoner. We're not listening to him. We're just going to go on with our journey. Well, guess what? By verse 14, the bad storm had come. And there, basically, when they were in that storm at that point, the people of that 270-something people looking around, they were saying, man, we are in bad shape. Basically, some of them were thinking there's no hope. You know, there's a lot of people this year wondering, man, is there any hope left for this year? When we go through life storms, but sometimes we, 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 we just panic and we just wonder if there's no hope. Well, guess what they were doing by verse 14, 16, and 17? They were throwing out everything they could get a hold of in that boat, getting it out because they were concerned. And Paul was trying to show them. But you know another thing what happens when we're in storms? Things seem to get dark. We, 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 it's hard for us to see beyond the storm. It, it's hard for us to see beyond that. We, we're in our own storm, and it just seems dark, and, and, and like we, we, we just can't get beyond it. But even in that day, if you've ever been in a storm on the sea, and it gets dark, and you're tossed about, you can't see the sun, 
and you can't see the stars. Well, in that day, that was important because that's how they navigated. The setting of the sun, the stars in the sky, that's how they navigated. And in that storm, they couldn't see, and many of them lost hope. And I believe today we're forgetting and thinking along the same way that we need to see that when storms come, always look to the Son of God. Always look to the stars that he has put in the sky. Because we're reminded in the book, in the Old Testament, where even our God placed the stars. And if he placed the stars, and then as the New Testament tells us, and he knows the hairs on our head and the birds, then guys, we have hope. And so Paul begins to share this. And, and we need to be reminded that when we face the storm of sickness, and it will come, that we need to have faith in God. And when we face the storm of sorrow, we need to have time with God. And when we face the storm of suffering, and we're persecuted, and we're misunderstood, we need to see that God is there. But Paul, even through that storm, through that voyage, Paul was also like our Lord Jesus Christ. He didn't stop praying. And as Paul prayed, by his faith, he knew that they would be saved. And he told them that. He said, no one will lose their life from this point on. He said, we'll lose the ship, but we will not lose our life. You see, Paul had faith that everything would be all right and he would be safe. And, and even though they went through the storm, in this particular time, they went 14 nights in this storm. During that time, they didn't eat. But on that 14th night, Paul took bread and he broke it to the 276 people. And he prayed and he gave God thanks for the safekeeping and for the food that they had at that moment. Guys, even in the storms, taking that moment and giving God we're reminded what Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jews and also to the Greeks. Or in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, where it says, Give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So what happened to the ship? What happened to the storm? What happened to Paul? Well, the ship got stuck in the sand. And the waves eventually were beating against it. But the leaders were going to, when they saw that the ship was lost and, and, and that they had to abandon ship, the leaders thought, well, we've got to kill the prisoners. But again, Paul stood up and gave his opinion. And Paul said, let us swim first. You know, sometimes... I know we say, well, Paul should have kept his mouth shut. Well, because of his boldness, Paul, he, he knew that they had the titles. He knew that they were in, quote, control, but Paul shared what God was telling him to share. And we need to see sometimes, yes, we have people that are over us, and yes, we have people that are in charge, but if God gives us a word, we need to share it. And Paul did that. We need to see that God wants to create faith. And you know what Satan wants to do? Satan wants to destroy it. He wants to take your faith and just destroy it. God wants to build it. 
And so we should have faith in God. We should look to Him. We need to have faith in God. We need to have faith in ourselves, And we need to have faith in others. We need to choose God. Yes, when the rod is good, man, it's great. But when the storms come, our God is still as awesome. Our God is still the same. And God provides. I pray for us. As I go through my storm, as you go through your storm, may we have the faith in God like Paul had. You know, you read the next chapter. When they finally got to Rome, the prisoners were turned over. But you know what they did to Paul? <laughs> Basically, they put Paul under house arrest. He had his own apartment, and he lived there over two years. You know, God provided for him. You know, sometimes, you know, we're, we're doom and gloom. Man, this is good. But you know, God sometimes, he intervenes, doesn't he? And God provides things sometimes beyond our greatest hope and thought. Let's not be so down that we forget or lose out on what God wants to provide. All days are rough. But you know, when I think of our children... And I think of other memories of what God has done. That's sure a lot stronger than of the things of this world. Our God is there. Let's pray. Let's gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, for your message of the day. That, Lord, even in the storms, you are there. Lord, I just pray for each of us as we go through our storms. In your son's name.